just found out wife is having an affair. As the title says, been married nine years. I'm absolutely lost. I don't know what to even say. I just need someone to tell me I'll be okay. My head is spinning and I feel like my entire world has been ripped out. Welcome to the Guiding Mind Podcast. I am your host, Eric Almeida. And today we're going to be diving back into Reddit to be responding to some questions that men have been placing out in the Reddit world for the struggles that they're going through. So let's start with their the first question titled, the expectations placed on being a man is so high in society that I can't really reach it. The wealth you must own, the expectation of behaving manly, not pursuing interests that are womanly or make you look like a woman. As a kid, I used to like nail polishes and henna, and as a teen, I liked wearing necklaces. But if I do wear them, I am no longer considered a man. I should not care about my appearance or give importance to things that are not manly to be a man. And it's stressful. It's like wearing an an identity that doesn't belong to me. Oof. So this is something a lot of men experience where they have that societal pressure, that cultural pressure to act in a very particular way. And any deviation from that is an, is an immediate attack on their manhood. Now, contemporary society, especially here in the United States, is becoming more flexible when it comes to all of this, when it comes to what it means to be a man and what it means to be a woman. So in, in, in today's world, it's not as taboo for a man to wear nail polish. It's not as taboo for a man to wear a necklace. I haven't really seen a lot of men do henna, but I don't. I see plenty of men with tattoos. So I don't see that being too much of a difference besides it being temporary. But there is still a level of stigma there, depending upon how you choose to express yourself. And there still are a lot of womanly activities or womanly forms of self-presenting that can receive a backlash. You know, it depends on the culture that you're part of. It depends upon what part of the country or the world that you're living in. And so there's still this, um, this pressure of this is what it means to be a man, you know, especially, you know, around wealth, like what you started with. And so one of the interesting parts, in my opinion, about being a man is that we get to define as the individual, what it means to be a man to us. And now when you look at men in general, there's going to be commonalities, of course, but we as the individual are the ones who create our own unique version of the male identity. And so like with me, you know, I am, I'm a gay man, so I'm already breaking the masculine rules just by being gay. But at the same time, I'm still, I guess, masculine presenting, if you want to say it that way, where if I'm walking on the street, you couldn't tell, like you would think I was just a random straight guy. It's just, that's just kind of the attire I prefer. I prefer to be kind of muted, solid colors, plaid. I've certainly become like a country gay to go with like a a silly inside joke for myself. And so, but that's, this is how I choose to express my masculinity and these more 
darker tones and things like that. But, you know, having longer hair has been in and out of masculine preference over the generations and things like that. And so what I would say to this man here is that pressure, unfortunately, is never going to go away. The image of what it means to be a man is going to be ever present. It's been ever present for centuries and it's, it's not going to go away. The details are going to change as we're experiencing right now. But at the end of the day, you get to define what it means to you to be a man. And you can take pieces that might be traditionally masculine, and you can take pieces that might be traditionally feminine. And that's fine. Because at the end of the day, and this is something I've certainly learned from personal experience, at the end of the day, you're always going to be judged. So better to be judged being authentic to you than to be judged anyway and you wearing, you're wearing a mask. Because trust me, having been in the closet for the first 21 years of my life, trust me, the mask still sucks. And so take that advice for, how, for as it is. We're going to take a quick break from this episode. I'm going to ask for you to like and subscribe. Liking and subscribing helps the channel out a ton. And you happen to, if you happen to know other men in your life who you think would benefit from hearing this kind of guidance and this kind of advice, share it with them. It helps the channel out a ton, and I would greatly appreciate it. All right. Next question. I feel lost. I'm currently in a long-distance international relationship with someone who I've known for years. Despite periods of separation from one another due to various reasons, we've always found ourselves coming back to one another, and now I'm at a point in my life where I could facilitate a relationship with them. However, my significant other suffers from BPD, borderline personality disorder. I'm not an expert on the condition, but I do know it can make those with it struggle to maintain relationships with people, question mark. The closer I get to actually having her, though, makes it all feel so much worse. I know that it's not easy on them, but I get very little validation or affection from them as they find it difficult to convey and relay romantic feelings over texts and phone calls, the calls of which are few and far between. I meant to be visiting them next summer, which involves me paying for flights and potential accommodation, and now I'm feeling like this is just a bad idea. I love them endlessly, and I'm happily and I'd happily sacrifice whatever I need for them, but I don't feel like it's reciprocated. Now I'm just sort of confused on where to go from here. So this is very challenging for sure. You obviously, from the way that you're talking here, you obviously really love and care about her. So one thing I want to do real quick is I want to, I'm also not an expert on borderline personality disorder. But I do want to read from the diagnostic material what the symptoms are. So, all right, let's pull this up real quick. So this is from the National Institute of Mental Health, NIH. So what are signs and symptoms of borderline personality disorder? People with borderline personality disorder may experience intense mood swings and feel uncertainty about how they see themselves. Their feelings for others can change quickly and swing from extreme closeness to extreme dislike. These changing feelings can lead to unstable relationships and emotional pain. Um, other symptoms may include real or perceived abandonment, 
um, pattern of intense and unstable relationship with family, friends, and loved ones, distorted sense of self, self-harming behavior, reoccurring thoughts of suicide, chronic feelings of emptiness, inappropriate and intense anger. I'm kind of skipping over a bunch of them. So the woman that you are with has this condition. You have no control over her treating herself when it comes to this condition. That's her choice to work on herself, but you love and care for her. That's what she is dealing with. And this, her condition is going to have a lot of effects on you. And you're already experiencing them now where you are not feeling that validation and affection from her in the relationship that you have with her at the moment. So, and it's creating confusion, understandably. So what do you do with this? You have to decide based on the woman that she is today, is this the woman you want to spend the rest of your life with? You can't envision that she's going to get necessarily better because you can't control that. You can hope for it. You can encourage her. You can stand by her, but you have to accept that, that this is going to be part of her history in the relationship that you have with her and that things may get better and that things may also get worse at time because that's every relationship. And so you have to be willing to live with this and to accept what she's able to give you and to accept that some things that you may want are going to be hard for her to give in particular, the affection and the validation that you're looking for. So you have to decide if this is the woman that you want to stay with and to accept what she's able to offer. And this is very similar to anyone who has any kind of chronic illness, whether it's mental in her, in her case, or whether it's physical as well. So, you know, if, if she was in a wheelchair, for example, and not able to walk, you would have to be willing to accept the limitations that that's going to place on your life as well, to be able to do activities where it accommodates her and to live in a, in a way that can accommodate her. You know, it's no different than if a person was diabetic or something like that, you'd have to be willing to work with what they're bringing to the table, the good and the bad. We all have something. We all bring something to the table that our partners are not necessarily going to want to deal with, but we, but you have to be willing to accept what that is, what, what those things are, knowing that at the end of the day, you would, you have no control over your partner bettering themselves. That's a tough pill to swallow. All you can do is stand by them and encourage them to work on themselves. But, you know, how many of us have been in relationships where you wish your partner would get a better job or you wish your partner would lose some weight or work out or stand up to their friends? We can't fight those battles for them. They have to do it themselves. We have to do that for ourselves too. We're not immune to that either. So just be aware. If you, you have... If this is the relationship you want, if you love her that much that you're willing to accept what she's offering, then continue forward and find that validation in other ways if you can, while still maintaining the relationship. 
Or if that's a deal breaker for you, that's okay. And respectfully end the relationship, mourn the loss of the relationship because you obviously love her based on the way you wrote this. And then move on. And that's okay too. We all have deal breakers when it comes to relationships and you have to pick what you have and what, you're, what you need. This episode is sponsored by The Guiding Mind, which is my coaching practice where I work with men who are going through similar struggles like I'm talking about in this episode today and who are looking to have a, another fellow man in their life to provide them with guidance and to help walk them through the difficulties that they're having either in their relationship or in their job. So if you or someone you know is in need of that kind of guidance, just go to www.theguidingmind.com and you can set up a free check-in call with me so that we can see how I can be of service to you and then I can help guide you through whatever difficulties that you're experiencing at this time. Okay, next question. I feel helpless. My partner has endured trauma through their childhood that still haunts them. Tonight, they were opening up to me and their condition gives them plunges them. Oh, their condition plunges them into incredibly dark places, a little typo on their behalf. There's nothing I can do though, question mark. Nothing I say seems to help, question mark. It's international long distance, which makes things hard already. But when they're like this, we can't even call. They just emotionally shut down. And it makes me feel so incredibly helpless. I feel like I failed. If I can't do that, I feel completely insignificant. I'm aware I can achieve things beyond this, but they mean the world to me. And having to just sit here spluttering and stuttering, trying to find words that don't exist is excruciating. It makes me feel awful and I don't want to be here. I don't want to exist as some helpless soul because when it gets like this, my entire existence feels minimal. I'm sorry for this rant, but I need help. So interestingly enough, this is not the same person who made the other post. Um, but they're very, very similar. And so the difference with this man here is that he is tethering his self-worth into being able to help his partner who is struggling. And that's too much pressure, dude. That's too much pressure on yourself. Like I was saying just before, you have no control over the healing of another person. The, another person needs to heal themselves. You can stand by them. You can be a resource for them. You can, you can encourage them. You can give them your love and affection, but you can't heal them. They can only heal themselves. In my professionally as well, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a coach. I don't heal my clients when I work with them. I give them guidance and they choose to heal themselves through that guidance, but I can't force healing onto anyone. Honestly, it would be easier if that was true. It would be easier if it was like taking your car to a mechanic, they fix the car and they give it back to you. That's not how we work as people, you know? So she is going through this very difficult time. It is affecting you deeply because you care about her and it's making you feel like you can't, that you're helpless. All you can do is offer your support. If she doesn't take it, that's okay. But you've done what you can. But 
you're taking a lot, way too much responsibility and it's cut and, and you're beating yourself up and it's hurting, hurting the way that you look at yourself. You know, you know, it, it feels excruciating. You feel helpless. You're taking on way too much responsibility in the situation above and beyond. And so you need to acknowledge this with yourself that you're, you're investing too much in her well-being being tethered to the way you see yourself. That's not healthy. You need to pull back and know what your boundaries are. You can only reach out a hand of support. She has to be the one that takes it at the end of the day. So, but that's, that's hard. That's hard when someone you care about is having a hard time. Okay. Our final question for today, just found out wife is having an affair. As the title says, been married nine years. I'm absolutely lost. I don't know what to even say. I just need someone to tell me I'll be okay. My head is spinning and I feel like my entire world has been ripped out. I can't see a way out of my feelings. I'm just in such a bad place right now. I don't know what the answers are. I don't know the, an the questions to ask. I'm just so upset and angry. I just need some advice on how to move on from this. There was no indication she planned it to coincide with me flying overseas for work. Can anyone please help? I'm just a mess right now and can't see any way out from this dark place. I am so sorry that happened to you, dude. I am so sorry. And I will say you're going to be okay. You are going to be okay, but it's going to suck for a while. And I hate to say it, but there's no way around that. What you're describing about your entire world being ripped out is an accurate statement. Your vision of the life that you thought you would have, the vision of your wife, the vision of the future that you thought you would have with her, of having kids or, or raising your kids or growing old together, that vision has been shattered and has created all of this uncertainty. And so, yes, feeling lost makes an immense amount of sense considering what you experience and considering that it caught you off guard. And so, but you will be okay, but you are in the middle of a storm right now. And I don't know how this storm is going to clear itself up. So you may be able to fix your relationship with her, depending where you feel about this betrayal and depending where she feels about her actions. And if she feels that there's anything left to salvage in this relationship, the affair is certainly a symptom of problems that were in the relationship. No person has, well, do I want to say it that directly? Hmm. It's very unlikely that a person has an affair and there isn't something that wrong with the relationship. You know, could there be examples of like both people get drunk and you do something stupid? Yeah, but even that there's even that necessarily isn't isn't an excuse for breaking what I would assume it was a monogamous committed relationship. So something led to this. And so, and apparently you were not aware of what the details are. And so 
what I would advise for you, good sir, is one, you need a support system around you right now of people who are loyal to you, specifically to you. So the friends that you have, the couple friends that are, you know, the other couples that were friends with you, those are going to be more complicated relationships right now because they're going to have issues of who to be loyal to you or your wife. You want some people who are just your friends and who are going to be on your side so that no matter how the dust settles with this, you have those people in your corner to support you. Because a lot of times when a relationship ends, the, the couple friends that you have when you're a married couple, they pick sides, which gets complicated, or they drift away. And so you need support for sure. You definitely also need professional support because either this is going to go down the path of marriage counseling for reconciliation, or it's going to go down the path of marriage counseling for, and then lead into divorce. And so you need professional support there as well. I would also highly recommend that you see someone professionally that you are seeing that is just yours to see your own person. And then if you're, and if she's willing to do couples counseling, if reconciliation is part of the process with the two of you, that the couples counselor is not the same person as the person you're seeing for counseling for yourself. So that you have someone once again, who is loyal to you. And so, cause even unfortunately I have heard stories of couples counselors who their job is to be objective and to, and to, and all that. But I've heard plenty of examples of couples counselors picking sides. And I hate to say it a lot of times they pick the wife. And so it, it just, I've heard it too many times. I've heard it too many times. It's just, so have someone that you trust to, to lie on, to rely on both professionally and also personally, you know, your friend group, family, etc. And know that, yes, you're going to be going through a storm for a while. It's going to be hard. And I'm sorry that this is happening to you. You will be okay. You will pick up the pieces. But right now, while the storm is happening, you just have to take it moment by moment and batten down the hatches and just grab onto something sturdy, grab onto friends you trust and just find some rocks to hold on to while you're dealing with what's going to be a very turbulent time for an unforeseen future. And I am so sorry this is happening to you, but you will be okay. It's just, it's, but it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. If you enjoyed this content and you're looking for more videos, just like this one, click over here. I have lots more videos of me commenting on men looking for advice.